The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean, stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. Breaking news has hit the Eagles uh, team as J.J. Ortega Whiteside has been traded. Justin, walk us through. Where were you? What was your emotions when you received the news? J.J. Ortega Whiteside was no longer an Eagle. I mean, I think I think Rob sent the rumor to the thread initially a couple of days ago, and you know I was clutching my pearls, hoping, <laughs> hoping above all hope that you know my my jersey would still be worth at least something. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, uh, the nightmare has come true, and he's been traded. He's no longer with the team. Um, I, I don't know what to say. It's it's just a sad day. It's a sad day for us all. Ortega. <laughs> Um, you will be missed. You'll be missed at least by this guy who, who, uh, you know, made a bad choice in buying your Jersey, you know, within weeks of you being drafted. Oh, wait, it wasn't, that was not an officially licensed Jersey. Was it, was it the, uh, one you got? I think it was. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. It is. Sure, I could have it in the closet. I can... <laughs> All right. I may wear it to the Arizona uh, game. I'm yeah, still questioning, you know? I mean, I'm just shocked. The switch to tight end didn't work. <laughs> That's always the last desperate yeah. move of like, no, no, uh, I'm going to be a tight end now. That was, I, I wonder if Seattle knows he's a tight end. They, in all the trade uh, news <laughs> I read, they kept identifying him as a receiver incorrectly. This man oh, is man. a tight end. I mean, last season when we really tried to point out a strong suit of blocking, I mean, I think we all knew it was coming to a quick end. Uh, <laughs> but he could block. <laughs> I could be a special you know, guy. The, the the sad thing is I do think he worked hard. I don't think it was for lack of effort. He just, you know, could never get it going on the field. Yeah. I mean, I think in the NFL, as you can see, like those guys who are good jump ball guys, like 50-50 guys, just you got to be able to create separation. And it's just one thing he's never been able to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just a funny analysis of a guy. You know, in the NFL, you got to be able to get open. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's something that he doesn't really excel at. So uh, it's been fun. JJ Artega Whiteside. I'm I'm mad I learned how to properly pronounce the Artega and then yeah. never get to use it again. Uh, we got some sort of like backup uh, or, or a, a, a defensive back that was kind of like battling it out for a uh, – the nickel position there in Seattle. I had a uh, Seattle fan in the SGPN discord. He was very upset that they traded him because <laughs> why they do that. That's so stupid. We already have receivers. Why give up a guy that might actually contribute? So uh, I, I actually think I heard somewhere that he actually had some real playing time last year. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we got anything for uh 
Whiteside is is impressive. So Howie continues dealing. Love what I've seen out of Howie so far. God bless this man. Uh, all right, let's get to the recap of the uh, first preseason game. Jets 24, Eagles 21. Of course, the score doesn't matter. Uh, J- I mean, Jalen Hurts just comes out, lights it up, looks great. First team offense drives down. Uh, there's, there's of course, the play where he gets kind of a late hit out of bounds. Jordan Mailata comes to the rescue. But really, the, the offense, and again, it's the Jets. It's preseason, but they looked pretty sharp move the ball. I, I think for me, uh, you know, stuff that maybe be a little nervous about was that that one play he did run. He he probably had a clean pocket. Probably should have stayed there, but even that's a little nitpicky. Uh, like the stuff I saw with him and Goddard, and you know, first team offense got off to a great start. Rob, Rob, what did what did you see in that uh, preseason game? Yeah, I mean, I think I saw the same as you. Um, you know, obviously the offense looked sharp. They had a good drive. I I saw the same thing. Maybe not as much live, but after I went back and saw the play a couple times, Hertz probably didn't need to scramble and and take that hit. And it was a late hit, so I'm not going to blame him for the hit, but he probably could have hung in the pocket. But, you know, otherwise, five for five, I was a little surprised they didn't target A.J. Brown at all. Um, But, you know, obviously he's going to get his as the season goes on. And and it was also without Devontae Smith in there. And, um, you know, without, I think, wasn't there some offensive linemen not in there as well? So, um, overall, you know, not much to complain about with the offense and honestly, the defense, um, you know, I liked a couple of things I saw. We saw a play or two where Jordan Davis kind of just blew things up. And there was one nice play where, you know, I think Jordan Davis had a little penetration and then Dean came in and made the tackle. And I love seeing that. Um, I'm really hoping those two can be a, a good duo in our uh, defense, so to speak. Taking a quick break on the Dire Eagles podcast to talk about win bet. That's right, bet big, win bigger with win bet. Got the win bet casino. It's always open 24 hours a day. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And they got reduced juice in the baseball games. They also just released first quarterback with five touchdown props uh, available. Maybe, maybe take a shot on Jalen Hurts. Think he's 25 to 1. Five passing touchdowns is a lot. 25 to 1 for a reason, but so much uh, action over on WinBet. Bet $100, get a $100 free bet. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms, conditions of winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 Hundred. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. That's right. Odds Trader is the spot where you want to go to compare odds from all the major sports books. Get all the different sign up codes. Again, uh, tons of great stats, player stats, game stats, injury stats, projected game day weather. They got you covered. Plus, uh, handicapping tips, uh, live scores, bet tracking. They really have it all. It's your one-stop shop. Just go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's O-D-D-S trader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And we're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. That's right. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Um Tons of great pools over on Runner Pool. Pick them, Survivor. They kind of do it all. Uh, and we're running our own. Um, we're running our own uh, Survivor pool. So hop in and uh, 
get your uh, get your spot reserved. We're giving away five hundred dollars cash and two hundred fifty dollars uh, gift certificate to the winner. All you got to do is sign up over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Get in the Run Your Pool NFL Survivor Contest and then uh, get your own pools going. If you're the uh, person running your pools, which if you listen to the show, you probably are that person. So uh, get signed up in our contest and then start your own over at Run Your Pool. Uh, and join ours, play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Dean and Davis is a uh, is a is a fun, like, yeah, Dean and Davis anchoring the defense. It it kind of just has a nice uh nice tone to it. And you know, getting a couple uh Georgia Bulldogs uh together there. What about you? What about you, Justin? First first instant reaction to the preseason game. I mean, I was happy. I mean, it's a reaction is, you know, it looked like both, you know, the majority of our starters, uh, at least those who played, I mean, everything seemed to be clicking. Um, You guys pointed out a lot of it. I think the one thing, though, is, and I don't know if this is AJ sticking up for Hertz, but I did see that AJ said that uh, Hertz had told him he wasn't going to be targeting him this game. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I will say it's nice to see the AJs, you know, kind of looking out for him and, and putting that out there. And I guess they wanted to get some other guys involved, which I'm fine with. I mean, it worked out. Yeah. Um, I do. I do think, though, that, you know, in, in game situations, even if it's preseason, those guys do need to kind of continue to work. You know, I know they've had their practices and whatnot, but I'd like to see some to them, as Rob pointed out. Uh, that said, I, th- I think the biggest my favorite part was just Jurgens. you know, no oh, Kelsey in there. Yeah. We we're talking about the reps that he might potentially need. Um, and I mean, man, talk about passing the baton and a guy looking good. I mean, he's making blocks and getting to the next level. And, and I really like to see that. So, uh, and you guys kind of hit on everything else. Yeah. It makes you kind of feel better if, if for whatever reason, this Kelsey elbow thing ends up being a little more serious or he needs more time. You feel a little more confident, at least that, Hey, maybe uh Jurgens can hold down the center position, at least for a couple games, if needed uh, to me, it's just Jordan Davis was my favorite part. Um, it, just cause the, the penetration he got and the hustle too. Like that was one of the knocks on, on Jordan Davis is like, ah, uh, he's not a guy that's going to run around out there. And he kind of dogs it. And he, he seems to be in really good shape. Didn't actually record a tackle, but it was pretty obvious. This guy was getting a push and by all accounts too, like they were saying the jets were already adjusting what the offensive line was doing. They were already double teaming them. Uh, Jordan Davis is a problem. That was, that was a big thing. I was excited about Rob. What about you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm totally with you there on, on Jordan Davis. I mean, it, so far, it seems like he's doing everything right. He's he's learning, and uh, it does seem like he's in pretty good shape. And, um, you know, he is the one guy where there does seem to be a buzz about him everywhere you read that, that he's going to be a force. And, you know, I, I don't want to use the term unblockable, but certainly he's, he's not going to be an easy guy to block uh, without double teaming. So it's exciting. And, and honestly, just, uh, you know, it, there was some excitement in general on defense as much as there was on the offense, the defense too. I mean, we started off with that interception off Zach, of Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, I mean, when's the last time we actually had some good linebacker play and all of a sudden this year, um, you know, it seems like we have a pretty good linebacking core. So that's exciting too. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, linebackers, corners. Um, linebackers, no. 
Yeah, linebackers and receivers. I can't remember one where we had like two really pretty good receivers at the same time. And then linebackers. It, it's crazy to think like linebackers may be a, a team strength of this uh of this team. And I was also I mean, I was saying in the group chat, uh, firing off to noted hater, uh, Brandon, that, hey, did you see how uh, you see how everyone responded when Hertz took that late hit? I love to see one, how mad Sirianni got. Loved how my came in there and, and mm-hmm. was, like ready to throw down for him. Just shows how the guy has command of the locker room, which if he wasn't able to throw the ball, I don't think he would have that command of the locker room. Um, worst part for me about the preseason, how do I, it was, it was kind of tough to uh, find some negatives. I'll, I'll just go with injury stuff. Uh, Miles Sanders, his legs sore. Now he's dealing with the hamstring, which seems like that's a recurring thing for him. Uh, Gainwell though, looks like he's coming back. So I would just say the, um, I mean, the Mormon missile, Britton Covey, uh, <laughs> having, having some, some injury issues as well. That's kind of a bummer, but uh, what about you, Justin? Any anything that kind of bummed you out as far as uh, watching the game? You know, it's preseason, uh, and I know leads don't really matter. Winning the game isn't a huge deal, but the fact that you know we kind of lost it there at the end, and kind of goes back to last season and and questioning Gannon a little bit. I mean, like I said, it seems like he has a clicking now with the starters, but I, I'm just looking for more depth and those guys, you know, who need to come in um, to be able to you know, contribute. And it just seems like those guys on the lower end just, just seem to kind of be missing it. You know, whether it's Kayvon Wallace who needs to be able to step up or even Zach McPherson, those guys just, I I don't know if they're still trying to learn this defense that they should know at this point, or uh, they're not being set up for success, or maybe they're just not talented enough. I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm just being too hard on them, but I, I would like to see still a little bit more out of the defense overall. The, well, I, and, the second string I guys, agree. the third string. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Gannon's on a short leash in my mind. Um, but uh, you know, McPherson's an interesting one. Cause I've, I've seen some conflicting things about him one day. I, you know, one source I see says he's had a solid camp. Sometimes I see he's struggling. So mm-hmm. it's been hard for me to get a great read on how he's progressing. Um, you know, otherwise, I don't know. It's hard to really be that negative from the preseason game. I mean, obviously we're there to see the first string. I think the first string offense and first string defense overall looked pretty good. Um, but again, you're talking a series or two. It's hard to have too many takeaways, you know, good or bad. I don't think, you know, as exciting as it was to see the offense go down and score, we, we have to kind of you know, take a step back on that too. And can't get too excited as well. No way. I'm excited. <laughs> Knock up Jalen hurts. Oh, and Jalen hurts also dealing in uh preseason or in training camp, five touchdowns, unguardable, uh, or, you know, unguardable, I guess he's not being guarded per se, <laughs> but he's just, he's just dealing out there. Five touchdowns. Uh, Sirianni kind of went viral for clearly yelling some profanities at the, uh, at the refs there. I, again, I, I, I like it. I, I think Sirianni again, I, I thought he was going to come in and not be this emotional or passionate. I thought he was going to be a more X's and O's guy, like kind of almost a, like a football nerd, you know, where it's like he doesn't really have much fire in him and he, it's all about the game plan. But now that he's not even calling plays, it almost seems like his 
what he brings to the table as a head coach is the like fiery stuff, the getting guys to play for him, the kind of intangible stuff. Uh, Rob, what was your take seeing, seeing Sirianni worked up on the sidelines and just early takes on him so far this season? Yeah, I loved it. Um, you know, look, I, I think he's clearly a guy that came in. No one knew what to think of him. He obviously didn't have the best first press conference. Um, but it, it really, truly does seem like he's won the locker room, that the players have his back. I mean, just these little things like wearing these T-shirts, you know, some may think it's corny, but I think the players actually do like it. Um, so him getting fired up over his quarterback, you know, I love it. It, it. I don't think it was over the top. It wasn't, an, you know, an inappropriate display. It was, you know, it was a pretty egregious late hit. So um, him stepping up for his player, I think, just shows he has their backs. So I, I fully support it. And and I think, you know, I, I kind of like him. Uh, we talked about this before, but I actually respect the fact that he was willing to give up play calling. I, I, I still think that there's too many coaches that hold on to it too long. And I think especially when you're a young coach, it, it, it's a lot to manage a game while you're, you're calling plays because you're constantly thinking about your next play. So for I'm, I'm interested to see how this season goes with him being able to step back and kind of manage the broader picture on game day. And, um, you know, so far I, I have positive impressions of him. I think he's been a good hire. Yeah, just a second. That I mean, Sirianni being too emotional or too passionate, I don't. I don't think he can be enough. Um, if you look at you know the great coaches, the Parcells, the Sean Paytons, you know even Gruden won a Super Bowl, and all those guys would be on the sidelines, you know, cussing at the the ref or you know even the opposing coach on a late hit like that. I mean, uh, you you like the emotion, and I think actually Sirianni is a really great mix of that. You know, he, he can seem to be a little bit of a player's coach at times, but at the same time, I think he holds these guys accountable enough as well. He doesn't, he doesn't lean too far to what I would consider to be like a Doug Peterson. Um, and he still gets into the X's and O's enough and, and holds them to what they need to do. So, yeah, I agree. I, I think he's, he's what we need right now. Uh, as, as Rob just said, the guys respond to him. And the, I think they, they're the guys who matter as well. I mean, the, I, I think they love seeing that passion from him and they love him, you know, pointing those things out, whether it be yelling at the refs or even at, at uh, I guess that was Tassala, right? For that late hit. Like, yeah. What the I fuck's mean, going on? So, and, 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 uh, why and not? credit, I guess, Sala did admit saying that it was a pretty dirty hit. But if you want to endear yourself, uh, to the city of Philadelphia, just, you know, freak out on the refs or opposing head coaches. People really respond <laughs> to that. They really, Oh yeah, this guy's one of us. He yell, he likes to yell at the head coach uh, and, and get all worked up. All right. Uh, we got a new segment here, or we've done this before, but I think it's kind of fun going behind enemy lines, just finding uh, stuff that is negative about teams in our division. I got a, I got a number of ones. I got a number of uh, different negative things that I've been hearing coming out of the camps of the different teams. So Rob, I'll let you go first. What is uh what's one thing you're enjoying hearing about either the Cowboys uh, giants or commanders? Oh man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'll be honest. I haven't been following the other teams too close. Um, you know, I did see you sent today. I think a, uh snippet from, uh, 
Dable and with oh, the Giants yeah. saying that uh, you know Tyrod Taylor could get some first round, some first reps. Um, so you know that would be surprising. Obviously, that's um, a great one. You know whether he's saying it or not, it certainly seems to signal they may not have complete confidence in Daniel Jones, or maybe they're just trying to mix it up. I don't know, but I thought that was an interesting uh, you know snippet. Yeah, and and uh, the audio is pretty funny because they're just like, "Hey, any chance uh, Tyrod Taylor gets some uh, run here with the ones?" And Brian Dable, normally you would just say no, but he's just, "Well, you know, we're gonna evaluate uh, what's best for the organization, and we both, you know, Daniel in his role, Tyrod in his role, and uh, yeah, uh, oh, actually, yeah, he may get some he may get some reps with the first team. It was it was a meandering answer that was." Uh, uh, that was pretty hilarious there. Uh, Justin, what about you? Any, any, uh, any haterade for the NFC East jumping at you? Yeah. You know, last week we kind of picked on the Cowboys. So I'll, I'm just going to double down on the giants backup Rob here. And you know, I love the Gettleman thing. Uh, I love the fact oh, that, yes. you know, they are trying to turn the page from Gettleman. The giants are, and now it's starting to be pointed out that, you know, uh, what is it that it saw that the Broncos were willing to move up to number two, when the Giants uh, picked Saquon Barkley, but Gettleman wasn't even willing to answer the phone. <laughs> was didn't even want to hear the offer that they were willing to give up, which is pretty funny uh, to me, considering you know Saquon. Yeah, he was a great running back in college, but we understand the value of running backs at this point. But uh, apparently, Gettleman did not at the time. We do, but uh, apparently Dave Kettleman <laughs> does not. Apparently they were willing to offer the moon uh, for that number two pick overall to get Sam Darnold, which looks so bad on so many levels. But uh, I, I mean, honestly, if it was Gettleman, they still would have they still would have messed up uh, whatever picks they got for him anyway. So uh, that one was a great one. Uh, let's see. I got a couple here. Uh, well, <laughs> Obviously, the Cowboys twenty-one penalties in their first preseason game. Now I understand twenty-one or seventeen. The seventeen accepted. There were twenty-one uh, total okay. uh, penalties <laughs> uh, called on the Cowboys. I get it's week one of the preseason, but that's pretty bad. It's it continues to be super funny to me that you know Mike McCarthy. If you look at the odds for first coach fired, he's second behind Matt Rule, and yet the team has. Uh, like their win total over on uh, win bet is like 10 and a half. So something could go on there. And then uh, Sam Howe for the commanders outplaying Carson Wentz. Now granted uh, <laughs> Sam Howe going up against the backups, but by all accounts, he looked the best of the rookie quarterback. So already uh, just the, just the first seed. It's, it's not, it's not brewing yet, but the QB controversy for the commanders is, uh, is just, just around the corner there. So uh, watch your back there. Uh, Commander Carson, Sam Howell is coming for you. Eagles travel to uh, Cleveland. They're going to be doing some joint practices and then uh, the preseason game all the way out on Sunday. So I, they have not announced what they expect playing time would be. I'm going to guess it's going to be pretty limited, especially if the ones are playing a bunch in these joint practices that kind of will probably act as the preseason game. Uh, for me, what I'm really looking forward to obviously hurts. You're always going to keep an eye on, but uh, the line play uh, in particular, Cleveland's got some good offensive linemen. I know miles Garrett uh, might be out, but I I'd like to see our offensive line and especially Jurgens going up against, you know, a stronger defensive line like the Browns. So uh, I I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on that and, and looking forward to that 
the trench warfare that could be taking place in Cleveland. What about you, Justin? Anything you're uh, excited for? I'm just looking at one player individually, and that's Jordan Davis. And the reason being is the Browns have now lost their second center. Uh, I think he's out for the season now. So, I mean, just just wondering, you know, what a third string center is able to able to do against a guy like Jerk. Uh, sorry, did I say Jerkins? I meant Jordan Davis. If I yep. did uh, against Jordan Davis and uh, what Jordan Davis can do against that center. So, uh, that, I mean, that's I think it's going to be hopefully entertaining to see. Um, that's I think going to be the most interesting, not necessarily the most interesting, but most fun thing to look at in that joint practice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're any sort of line play with the Eagles is always is always going to be interesting, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming Deshaun Watson uh, will be out there for the training camp practices. He looked horrific uh, in that first game. Again, you would imagine going to be pretty rusty coming back from that long layoff, but uh, he did not look good. I think he was like one for five, and it was a bad, bad uh, one for five. Rob, what what about you? Anything you keeping an eye on? Yeah, I mean, obviously, besides Hurts, which you know, I think we're all looking at more than anything. But um, I'm oh, keeping my eye on uh, on the Kobe Dean. Um, I, I've been a fan of his. I was a fan of the pick, and you know, he. Uh, I, I think I said on the last podcast I was a little disappointed that I hadn't heard the flashes from him. Um, but then I thought he had a pretty solid game. In fact, I, I think I saw. Um, I think I have it up here. Um, you know, you had he, his PFF rating. Yeah, his PFF grade was pretty good. It was like seventy-seven point yeah. four um, grade and eighty-five point four run defense grade. So, um, you know, pretty solid debut. And you know, most importantly, it seems like there's no real injury concern. I mean, as we all know, there was that draft night. Um, you know, concern that you know no one knew if it was legit or not. Um, and certainly it seems like he's been a full go in camp and there's been no limitation. So that's great to see. I, I'm rooting for him. I just think it seems like he's, a, you know, an energetic guy and, and can bring some swagger to that defense. It's amazing. It's so <laughs> such an amazing pick. It really is. And, you know, getting back to Jordan Davis, yeah, obviously we've seen the videos of him and in general and, but really just watching it in the preseason game, like the dude stands out on the field as just this massive dude. Like it's very obvious just looking for a second, whether or not Jordan Davis is in the game. And uh, he's, uh, he's just so fun to watch already. I thought maybe it might take a little while and maybe it will ultimately, you know, for a guy that big to kind of adjust to the, the angles, the scheme, whatever in the NFL, but he's off to a great start so far. And that uh, brings yeah. us to our, yeah, we're up. Just before you go on, you know what's kind of amazing about Jordan Davis? I mean, everyone's been just kind of going crazy on, over, over his size and how he makes everyone else look small. But, you know, the crazy thing is Jordan Mailata is actually bigger than he is. Yeah. Um, I think he's two inches taller, and I, mm. I think he plays at a, at a greater weight. Um, so that's pretty wild um, just to think about that we actually have a guy on our own team that's even bigger than him. Yeah, my lotta again. Howie just—that's uh, you know—that's a feather in Howie's cap, though. Jordan Mylotta in the seventh round, a guy who never played football that they took, uh, just had some rugby highlights and and rolled the dice there, and and now you got a franchise left tackle and a guy who just really 
fits the culture of the city and uh by all accounts seems like a good dude so makes it a little easier to root for him and we're back this time I'm talking about trade coffee oh love me delicious cup of coffee always start my day with a great fresh cup of joe love some delicious whole beans and uh trade coffee really really uh takes care of you whether you're a coffee snob or a coffee newbie they will dial in the exact coffee for your specific coffee taste. And uh, if you use our link, get a sweet sign-up code, uh, $30 off your first order plus free shipping. All you got to do is go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. It's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz over at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for 30 dollars off hey we're also brought to you by dave dave is your friend your friend to help you give you a helping hand when you've uh hit a little financial wall there again times are tough all around no shame in asking for a little bit of help maybe you don't want to ask your your parents your friends uh your girlfriend whatever it is dave is the cool friend and uh dave's the banking app that can get you up to 500 instantly with extra cash it's more money to fill your tank get a wedding gift catch up on bills whatever it is and tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out no interest no credit check needed millions of people have already downloaded the dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash download the dave app from the app store right now that's d-a-v-e sign up for an extra cash account get up to 500 instantly for terms and conditions go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve member fdic and we're back on the diehard eagles podcast my bold prediction for preseason game two is that very thing jordan davis will get a tackle for loss maybe it's a run play maybe it's a sack he's gonna break loose and uh get in there assuming he plays which i i think he will but again, it's it's weird because they're doing the joint practices uh, a couple days in a row, and then the game Sunday. So who knows? But I don't even I don't think Jordan Davis is officially on the first unit yet. Uh, but I don't I can't imagine that lasts very long. So I do think he plays in the second game. Justin, what about you? What's it? What's a bold prediction here? Um, I don't know. I, I guess I would say Gainwell breaks one. Uh, I I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I guess I would say Gamewell breaks one. I don't think it's mu- that much of a bold prediction. Sorry, I can't think of anything more bold at the moment, but there you go. <laughs> it doesn't have to be super hot, but, you know, just some some sort of take there. Gainwell breaking one off would be nice. Um, and Huntley has looked uh, really good. Yeah, He seems pretty explosive. Uh, they really got to get him got to figure out a way to get him on the field more because he he just seems like he's got a nice burst tough to tackle runs hard kind of kind of everything you want there what about you rob any any predictions for the uh browns preseason uh i don't know i mean we're, we're all just kind of throwing darts at the wall here but um <laughs> I i'll say uh i'm gonna say the guy we were talking about earlier mcpherson uh, i'll say he is an interception all right, um, you know, he, he'll get some playing time, and I, I'm not convinced any of the ones play this game. So I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. kind of staying away from those guys because I really don't think they're going to play. So um, I'll say McPherson gets an interception. Yeah, love it. All right, we're uh, the countdown to the uh, the kickoff of the NFL season days away, and uh, we're officially going to the Arizona Cardinals game. Pretty jacked up for that. Uh, Justin, what's your, what's your take on this cards game? I know it's early, but dude, 
I mean, we're going there expecting to get a W, right? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I expect to get a W. Well, I should say I hope we get a W. Uh, yeah, but I I mean, with the way the team's looking, I I think I had predicted an L here. With the way the team's looking, though, I might have to switch that to a W for the my season. Yeah, wins. we got to do a we got to do a revised uh win loss at post training camp just so that we can factor in all this hype and make sure. I mean, what were you Justin, what were you at? Or you didn't even have us winning 10 games, did you? No, I had us at 10 or 11. I think I wanted to go 10, but I might have gone 11 or so I know I was double digits at the very least. Justin I think I might have been 10 and 7. Yes. What's up? Justin, Justin was definitely the lowest. Yeah, I might have been ten and seven. What were we, you guys were eleven and uh, I think eleven and twelve. Sean might have been thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> I dialed Shots it back. Seventeen and zero. <laughs> I'm serious. He might have been. I might have been there. Find five losses on this schedule. Rob, <laughs> Rob the realist. Are you? Are you? Uh, are you penciling in a victory for Arizona? Yeah, look, I think it's definitely a winnable game. I, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I don't think it's a lock. I think it's it could be a tough game. It's on the road. You know, we're traveling west. Um, but I, I, I certainly think it's a winnable game. I mean, I, we have to see how the offense shakes out. That's the big thing. And I don't think we're going to know until we get to at least the first game of the season uh, how it all comes together. I mean, I also, I mean, you get a good idea of, who Kyler Murray is, but I don't know much about Arizona and how they've been clicking as of late. So it's another thing you got to take into account. You got to see a couple of games with them before. Yeah. No, no DeAndre Hopkins, uh, which, which will be, oh, yeah, uh, I'll be suspended. Yeah. yeah he's still going to be suspended. So that's a nice break for us. Hey, if you're, if you're going to the uh, Eagles Cardinals game, hit us up at diehard Eagles 52. Let's get together. Uh, hang out at the uh, fans of Philly tailgate, grab a couple beers there at diehard Eagles 52, hit us up on Twitter and New gear in the Die Hard Eagles store. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can click the uh, drop down menu to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. We got shirts, we got mugs, we got plenty of gear, and uh, we'll be giving some away. So uh, stay tuned for that and uh, subscribe, rate, review for the Die Hard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. Go, birds. Yeah, I'm Sean (laughs) stacking the money green for Rob, for Justin. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds.